You're listening to the Rad Podcast. Explore wealth. Different model, a different way, different way of doing business. Mm-hmm. Parts of the country are twenty four seven, seven days a week. I was just done with the gurus. If somebody gives me thirty to fifty thousand dollars, that should be a lifetime relationship for Podcast Nation. Because if you give me that kind of money, I have an obligation, in my opinion. A hello, hello, everybody! Welcome as everybody's coming in fast and furious onto the Zoom call. I'm excited to be sharing tonight. It's going to be a great information, and I see some fun and familiar faces. What's up, Mr. Mantel? How you doing? How you doing, Patricia? Hello, hello. Hey, Dutch. See lots of good familiar investors with us over the years. So it's always always good to see people that we know. I like the waves, right? If you don't wave at me, then you won't get your statements until winter. And that's just kind of how it works with our current investors. Um, by the way, I keep track of everybody who wished me happy birthday three days ago, four days ago. Wait, today's the 26th. Actually, it's a whole week ago, right? So I keep track of who wishes me happy birthday and who didn't. So everybody who didn't, you won't be seeing your returns this year. We're just going to not not send them out and we'll just reinvest them and keep them for ourselves. But I hope everybody's doing good. A couple of laughters, a couple of smiles. That's always good. I see everybody coming on fast and furious, right? Those of you who are new and this is your first Zoom call with me, you'll get used to my dry sense of humor. Um, and those of you who've been around me a long time, you know, it's, it's you know, I try. I try with the laughter. So, but good. So we'll answer every question tonight. I have a huge list of questions you guys were asking uh, as you registered for the Zoom call. Um, we'll get rock and rolling into a quick, uh, powerful presentation of just kind of current events, things that are going on with Rad Read investments we're making, um, ways that we're making money. Um, exciting. You know, I'm very excited. You know, tonight we're going to be talking about the ways we've been able to make our investors a 100% right return in two and a half years. We went from $10 a share to $20.03 a share in two and a half years. And I'm, I'm pumped about that because, you know, that's not something that everybody can say. Um, we did 10 consecutive recorders with positive returns um, as an investment company, you know, for our investors. And that's also freaking awesome. Um, I'm pumped, right? Uh, Rad Diversified is our fourth uh, investment fund where we've had investors come in and join us in the journey and be a part of this, this experience that we have here as a company. And, you know, I do call us, you know, at Rad Diversified and Experience, right? Those of you who are just logging on and, and I'm, you know, get fully started here in a moment, but you know, follow us on Facebook, you know, like us, um, friend us, right? Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you follow our podcast, right? Go through all of those things. The team will throw some links into the chat box so that you guys can do that stuff. And here's the reason why. Look, you've either invested with us or you're considered investing with us. Those are two reasons you're on here, right? If you're not in one of those categories, you're probably on the wrong Zoom call and uh, you should you probably find something else to do with your evening that's a lot of fun, which is okay, right? But our investors have been with us a long time. Uh, one of the awesome things is, you know, I look, I was in my office today and Kenny, one of our uh, employees here at the company who's been with us on and off since 2009, right? We're in 2022. So if he's been with us on and off since 2009, that's 13 years. So Kenny gave me a photo of one of our first retreats uh, we ever did for our investors. Uh, we took a plane, we were up in uh, Vancouver and we flew over the, the mountains and the glacier and stuff. And it was pretty cool. And there's, you know, 11 investors on there. And that was one of the first ones, you know, we ever did as an investor retreat. And it was super cool. And I saw, 
I'm looking at that, you know, and I'm looking at those photos and I recognize those faces and those people that have been investing with us over seven years. And I think that's freaking awesome, right? They're still a part of our tribe. They're still a part of our family and it's pretty cool. And, you know, Kenny's been with us on two stints. I think he worked for us for three, four years and then went, uh, went somewhere else for a year and found out that he loved rad and the way the rad lifestyle and the rad culture was and came back and been with us a long time. So, you know, let's go ahead and throw up the, the presentations because I want to get to everybody's Q&A. Um, right now, everybody just take a moment, right? If you're on and and you're on the Zoom call, make sure that we do a quick sound check. So nod your heads yeses or give me a thumbs up so I can see if you can hear me clearly and, and, and I can know that you're in there or throw in the chat box and say yes, I can hear you clearly because the sound check's important. Um, also, do me a favor. Make sure that I, we just put the presentation up for tonight before we get to the Q&A session. And I'll go fast and furious through this, this presentation so that we can get to the Q&A, which I know is important to all of you. So um, in the, if you can see the PowerPoint, just say yes in the question box. I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page. Yes, very good hearing me. Good. Thanks, Alan. Uh, thanks, William. Thanks, Robert. Right. I would love to say hi to everyone, but we have gotten to a point in time uh, when we used to do Zoom calls and we had 30 or 40 people on. I could say hi to everybody, but just too many people following and, and, and loving on Rad these days. So um, so first thing I'm going to start with today, right? Take your time as an investor with Rad, right? Um, invest more money when you're ready to. Invest for the first time when you're ready to. And that's one of the things that's different about Rad Diversify than other companies. I want you to do your due diligence. I want you to, to get under the hood. I want you to know everything about us so that you can make an educated, smart decision when you're, when you're making investments. And so that's why I say, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow our, our podcast, because when you do that, you become a part of this unique and very powerful thing in the Rad culture. And the Rad culture is something you know special. It's different than anything I've else I've ever seen in my lifetime. And I would love to say, you know, that I get to take credit for, for, for it. But the reality is, is probably our team of leaders and my business partner, Amy, gets to take more credit for the culture than, than, than I ever could. Because, you know, I'm one of those people that talk to the people who I work with, right? I always tease my brother, Dory. I say, hey, uh, we used to talk every other month. And now that you work with the company, we talk probably every other day. And it's just kind of how I'm built as a person. I love working with the people that I work with. And, and I guess the kind of the rest of the world disappears from, from my scope. And that's just kind of how I'm built. I don't know how you're built out there, but that's just how I'm built. So let's go ahead and get started and we'll, we'll rock and roll through this and we'll get to the Q&A. So Rad Diversified is a non-traded public REIT, which means we're unaffected by the ups and downs of the stock market. Now, there's both pluses and minuses, right, with being a non-traded -pu non public REIT. And so it is a personal preference thing. Look, when Elon Musk or, or Jeff Bezos or someone else out there, you know, Trump or, or Biden, right, say something, and I do my best to be, to be non-political, non right? And I'm probably down the middle somewhere with, with different views on both sides. But the reality is, it's like, look, the winds of politics should not affect my money. And that's just kind of kind of my feeling. And, and the temporary winds of politics should not affect my money. Now, I know, right, when we have a, a, a plan that puts a bunch of money in the economy or interest rates go up, right, that can affect overall, right, how, how the economy is. But in the momentary short-term uh, winds of media, it does not affect our stock price. Our stock price is, is built by net asset value. What does that mean? We're an equity-based REIT. And so our job as a REIT is to build equity in our real estate. Well, what does that mean? We take broken 
dented, bented up properties um, that need to be improved and fixed and, and, and make them look amazing, right? The great examples are daycare, right? We took something that was an eyesore in a rough neighborhood and turned it into a beautiful daycare on a corner um, uh, of a busy street, you know? Another great example is, is when you see a neighborhood with four or five boarded up houses and we take two or three of those houses or even all four of them in one neighborhood, we buy them, we fix them up and we beautify the neighborhood. It makes a significant difference, right? Another way that we make money is we might buy luxury real estate. And that's something we did during the hyperinflation times because that was the best way to make money during the hyperinflation times. So we'd buy something that was 3,000 square feet that was selling for $300 a square foot. We would add 1,000 square feet to that house and then realize we would create what's called a margin gap, a value add play, and we would make money. And so the way RAD makes money is we increase the value of our assets, we increase the income of our assets, which ultimately increases our net asset value. And so we're going to keep rocking and rolling um, as we go as we go through these, right? What makes RAD superior? Actually, I'm not a big fan of that word superior, but at the same time, there is a little bit of ego with it, right? I'm a very competitive man. And, and I also, you know, actually like a lot of competitors that are out there. And there's some competitors that I think, you know, raise a lot of money and they find a place to store money in real estate. I think some competitors are great tech companies. So they're great with apps and mobile things and different things to, to be able to, for you to see them and, and for them to get your money in, right? What Rad is great at is we're a real estate company. We're real estate dogs. I did my first flip. I did my first house south side of Chicago in 2006. That's my first real estate deal of my entire life. I did it with no money. I did it with the fight and struggle. I did it going to real estate seminars. I did it trying to figure things out and trying to understand how to do real estate. I didn't come from Wall Street. And so as I built this thing up, stair step, step by step by step, I think when you get to where we are today, I think I get a little bit of an edge. Rad has hit its third consecutive year, right? With over a 30% return as a company. I, I, I believe that is you know, mind-blowing. I never expected that. When people ask me what the future returns of Rad Diversified will be, I say, I don't think we're going to hit 30% in the return in, in the future, right? By the way, past performance doesn't indicate future performance, right? That's one of those things always to pay attention to. But what we are going to do at, at Rad Real Estate is we are going to continue to be real estate dogs. We're going to continue to buy right. We're going to continue to make good decisions. We continue to operate our business with the culture, the integrity, and the truth the way we have been for a decade. And that's who we are. In February 2022, we did a 8% distribution. Why is that significant? Well, for me, it's significant because when other companies were doing a lot of things, when the pandemic hit, I began to get a little bit irritated. I saw REITs doing some things that I did not like. I saw REITs freeze withdrawals. I saw REITs freeze new investments. As they kind of started to squeeze their cheeks together and run with their tail between their legs, Rad said, this is an opportunity. I looked at what Dana White said in the UFC, said when other sports are shutting down their leagues, when other sports are shutting down their games, he goes, I'm going to play big and I'm going to run all over you. Well, Rad did the same thing. Not only did we honor every single withdrawal and we made new investments, but Rad came out in 2020 with the COVID-19 amendment to our, our offering and said, we're going to offer a 5% guaranteed distribution to our investors. Then we followed up in 2021 with a 5%. We followed up in 2022 with an 8%. And I'm working hard and diligent to actually do a second distribution in 2022 that's not guaranteed, but I am working as a company to do that for our investors because I believe 
that your money is your money. It's not my money, right? And I think too many companies that are investment companies get that wrong. They start to get this holier than now attitude. It's kind of like big banks, right? Big banks get to a point where they no longer care about the consumer, no longer care about the customer. And it kind of gets to a point for me where it begins to irritate me a little bit. I remember when we opened our first Regulation D small investment fund. I went to bank to bank to bank, to bank and we're talking 2015. And I went to bank after bank and, and they didn't want our business. Not to mention the first bank that said, yes, I want your business, right? then held $20,000 of our money for six months without giving it back. And I said, banks, I said, big companies lose track of what customer service, they lose track of what taking care of people are. And I, that's the rad culture. It's about buying properties the right way. It's about treating people the right way. Look, our rad companies, and this is our combined companies, right, has, has continued to grow over the last two years. And we've gone from 30 to 150 employees. Why is that so important is because Fighting for our culture is something we do every day here because I know when we have a great culture with our team and our people here at RAD and I take care of them and I invest in them, then they'll take care of you, our investors. I know when my acquisition team has the best and latest research and they have the best marketing and advertising to bring them deals and they have the best research on what properties, we call it the RAD zone, right? To buy, to buy deals in, then they win. And when they win, you guys win. So, you know, in the past 12 months, we made a 27.8% return. Let's keep, let's keep going. The diamond five, here's our investment philosophy. I think this is important for you to know. I, it's the cornerstone of what's made us successful during all the things that have happened. Um, six to eight months ago, I told all my investors a crypto winner was coming. I told you to go ahead, get out of your crypto holdings and then come back in in about a year. And a lot of my investors thanked me for that. And those who didn't wish they would have listened. Well, listen now as, as, as I tell you predictions and things that are coming, right? The foreclosure markets are coming. This is something that RAD is as good as anyone in the world at doing. Um, for a long time, I was known as the nation's leader in tax lean and tax deep education and training. I just got kind of tired of selling tapes, of selling books, of selling coaching and selling mentoring a long time ago. I got tired of seeing one out of 100 investors succeed. And so I looked at it and I said, look, we're going to do it different. And our investors came to me and they said, Dutch, can we just invest you? Can we just invest alongside you? When I was doing the teaching and training in the beginning, I was like, no. And then I said, yes. I said, if that's what people need, if that's what people ask for. And, and now we're looking at seven years later since the first investor invested with us, three years since Rad Diversified opens its doors, 100% of our investors have made money. Every single investor who's ever invested with us in the last seven years has made money. That's different. That's looking at things differently. So the first of our diamond five is every strategy, every technique we do is built to thrive during actually during economic recessions. Now, during the last 12 months, I was kind of like, man, I hate this being our number one, because every time I say this, everybody's like, well, we're in a boom time and things are so good. I said, well, the, the bad times, the, the more challenging economic times are coming and people weren't paying attention. And I kept saying they're coming. Interest rates are going up. They're coming. A trillion dollars disappeared from the economy. So what do we do? Make the right decisions. Look, for a long time, and, and, and I know it's the most basic of philosophies, but I told my acquisition team, I told my people, we keep buying right. That's the most fundamental thing, is you buy right. You buy in the right neighborhood, you buy in the right location, you buy under market, you buy properties that you can add value to and increase the value to. You buy right. 
thrive during difficult economic times and you will win. The foreclosure markets that's coming, right, is positioned, I think, as well as anybody in the history, right, of the United States in order to, to, to win during that time. And just remember, people are like, well, investors get rich. Look, it's not about getting rich. It's about conducting the business that needs to be done during this time. I'm long past the time that, that anything that happens in our business day to day or month by month changes myself financially. And so it, it, it actually has gotten easier to make those long-term right decisions with every decision we make. Five, seven years ago, when we opened our first fund, sometimes I was like, you know what, let's go ahead and sell this property so we can make some profit. Um, let's go ahead and turn this property so that we can, you know, pay our payroll and those kind of things. Let's go ahead and do this. Now we're past that. You know, we're at a time where we make all the decisions based on the long-term decisions, based on what the right now actions are. Let's keep going. Um, profit strategy number two, right? And so this is important for, for you to understand. It's all about compound acceleration. How fast can we make our money work? How many times can we turn our money? Um, taking advantage of hyperinflation was all about the luxury market. Taking advantage of what we see right now is all about portfolio buying, right? We see a lot of landlords that lost during COVID times that didn't know how to work with people. Look, we collected over 80% of our rents during COVID. Why? Well, we created payment plans with our tenants. We worked out special situations with them. Like I always say, follow us on Facebook. You would have seen a cool story where we traded uh, rent for an artist painted a mural across the wall of one of our buildings, but then actually sold one of our paintings and came back and paid us, I think, six or seven months of rent all at once. It's a great, great story. Look, when you work with people and you treat people the right way, it comes back tenfold. Um, call it the golden rule. You can call it the platinum rule. But I, I treat people the way they want to be treated, not necessarily how I think the world should work. And, and that works out great for us. Um, so many things are going on in this world right now that we have to pay attention to the strategy and what the technique is. I was just talking with a good friend of mine, Scott Myers, the other day. He's a self-storage leader. I think he's, you know, self-storage investing. He's the best educator trainer, I think, in America when it comes to self-storage. And people are like, what? We interrupt this broadcast to remind you to follow us on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Rad Podcast. You should know who the best in the business is with anything they do. And when it's right in front of them, they should always know. So I was talking with Scott and he's like, man, I'm so excited to be buying during the next six months, during the next 18 months. He says, you know, all the operators who just found a place to store money, who didn't really know what they were doing, or now are going to be selling. And it's going to be a great time to buy. And that's the same thing with Rad. We're always looking at that cycle of money. What is the right strategy? What is the right technique? When I first got into farms, everybody's like, why are you getting into farms? What you do works. The residential real estate you're doing over and over and over, it works. It makes money. You've been doing it for a long time. It makes money. But I said, look, this COVID thing is changing things. I said, supply chain is going to break down. Did it break down 18 months later? Yes. I said, the conflict in Eastern Europe right? It's going to change things in, in the weed industry. And it's going to change things in the hay industry in ways you can't comprehend as, as the climate change is happening. And there's more droughts. Everybody's paid attention to our food supply knows that we need to protect American farms. We need to invest in American farms. But Rad was ahead of that. And that's why we started that two years ago. And that's why these profit strategies work. Let's keep going. So location, location, location. Look, we do a whole video on our YouTube channel on this. You definitely should, should check this out. It's called the Rad Zone. It's all about understanding that in every single city, there are specific areas that are growing fast. It's knowing what the key ge geographical markers are. It's knowing what those legends are. It's understanding what the barriers are. It's understanding how does the values, right, of one neighborhood affect the values of a neighborhood 
how does the the lines right have you ever heard the phrase the other side of the railroad tracks right if you've never heard the phrase the other side of the railroad tracks then you probably need to get out a little bit more in life right so the other side of the railroad tracks is actually true railroad tracks align with county lines they align with school districts they align with council member districts and so sometimes the values between a and b are that much different just across the street. And if you understand this inside and out, you would understand that a hospital goes into a market or into a neighborhood. One side is going to be a valley. Another side is going to be a desert. One is going to grow in value. One's going to hold or depreciate in value. And so understanding these things is so, so key. Let's go to number four, alternative investments. Rad is always looking at it and getting ahead of the curve. A lot of people over the years haven't understood when to invest in what. When I told people to move their money out of crypto and get it into different types of assets, different types of investments, people did and people made a lot of money. When I told people to start getting into land and start getting into farming, people did and people made money. It's all about understanding what's the risk. Now, for us, we've made money in crypto. We've made money in the metaverse. And these are things that, that we continue to have as a small portion of, of the rad diversified portfolio. But for us, we realize that, that our money's made in real estate. It's all about different types of real estate. When I watch a competitor say they're going to build 1,600 units on, on a beachfront property, and they've never developed and they've never built property before in their life, I get scared for those investors. When I watch competitors buy something that, that a builder just built retail value, retail price, and say they think there's going to be e-commerce and, and, and they think that, that, that a city is a good market. When I go and look at the city and I say the city's oversaturated with that type of real estate and that type of market, I think that's a bad decision, right? These are all things that you have to know what the numbers are. There's an art and science in real estate. Now, Zillow is a great example. They used the science to lose $500 million last year. They had the best data and the best information in the world, but they didn't understand the art form of real estate. I began learning the art form of real estate from my parents. Look, I lived on my own at 16 because both my parents were addicts. And so they fought and used every alternative technique you've ever seen in your life to be able to do real estate. And and I had to see that as a kid. And I saw these ups and downs. I remember, you know, my parents owning a small racetrack when I was a kid. And then I remember, you know, another time where they didn't pay the water bill and I was heating up water right in, in the microwave to, to be able to take a bath. I remember, you know, having phone bills in my own name as a kid because, you know, my parents hadn't paid previous months phone bills and they were they were getting phone. It, it, just the ups and downs, you know, but we learned real estate, you know, and it, it became generational for us. And as I got older, one of the things I always wanted for a kid, one of my wives was always like, I want my kids to have every opportunity to do everything they choose to do in the life. If my son, Tony, you know, wants to go be a professional dancer, then I want to support him. If my son, Micah wants to be a professional baseball player, which he will be and succeed in, um, I want to support, support him in that. Right. And, but I want him to have choices. You know, if my, one of my kids wants to go to Juilliard, if one of my kids never wants to school and just be an investor, I want to be able to support him in that. And that kind of became one of my wives. When I coach baseball, at the University of San Francisco, you know, I used to do private lessons. And at one point, you know, uh, a young boy's life, you know, was taken by his father who had given up, you know, financial hope. And I just think it just became a part of my DNA from my own childhood to my wife, from, from, from my kids and my families. And so when I look at the every type of investment for our rad investors, I'm always looking at what's going to protect my investors, what's going to protect my children, what's going to make sure that, that we have the right story, we have the right conversation, not just today, the 12 months, 24 months, 36 months, five years, 10 years from now. And that's how we work. So let's go to 
go to five and wrap them up, income producing farmland. Um, Rad's residential portfolio is, is, is legendary. Um, our teams in Philly and, and Houston and, and Tampa and Southern California are killing it every single day. And they, they're buying anywhere from 40 to 50 homes a month right now. It, it, it's powerful. But how do we balance that? And that's about being a diversified portfolio. It's about taking our risk and spreading it across multiple different types of investments. A great example is we sold one piece of property for a $550,000 profit last year. We took uh, a one a property that had 40,000, actually says 50,000 in income. The team did a typo, but um, it's 40,000 in income in 2021. And we turned it into projection of income 1.2 million this year for, for our farm. How do we do that? Well, we take farms that are a thousand plus acres. Uh, we take farms that don't have the right irrigation. We take farms that soil hasn't been treated correctly. We take farms that have been neglected and we take them to paradise. Um, we take them and turn them into uh, the most green, most functional, most operational farms you possibly could. We take technology to an industry where technology is neglected. Uh, we do this and we produce income. And I would love to be in apartments. I would love to be in self-storage, but the reality is making a 5% return or a five cap rate isn't sexy or attractive to me. But taking a farm that I bought for 7 million and producing 1.2 million in income, which would give me a 10% return if it was worth $12 million or a 20, uh, $24 million if it was a five, five, five cap, I mean, those, those numbers, you know, are mind boggling and mind blowing, right? We bought this property for 3000 an acre. We sold um, the 160 acres for 7,500 an acre for that profit. Uh, we bought it for those 3000 plus an acre. Um, every piece of land that you look in the County that we're in, you can easily say 10,000 an acre. It, it, it's amazing. We just finished uh, a farm in Tennessee. We closed on three days ago on Friday of last week and, and super excited about that 1400 acres. We currently have a farm in Georgia. Uh, it's all about taking the farms and figuring out what the best income for them is. And I think my decade of consulting before I became a, a REIT owner, when I was just investing in my own real estate and my own property, I, I think that's what prepared me for this is taking the analyzation of information from the people who are smarter about farming than me and helping them make educated decisions. Look, our farm team is, is awesome, led by Dustin Warren. It's incredible. Let's go and show people some properties. I think it's exciting. I'm gonna fly through these. Um, all of this is recorded, so you can always go back and watch. All these properties are on our website as well. Um, if you go into our social channels, we post rehab pictures, we post before, during, after. Um, it's not that, this is going to be so sexy that, you know, it's not the, 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 the sexy dress at the Oscars, right? But it is the property that makes money. And, and pretty things on the outside aren't necessarily pretty on the inside at all times. Sometimes they line up and that, that's pretty awesome. I think my wife's one of the, an amazing example of that. Um, hopefully I got a couple laughs with that one. She'll like that one if she sees that part of the recording. But we bought this property for two thirty five. You want to get in 88000 rehab, uh, 450000 ARV uh, current uh, projected income from the profit from the sale will be 91,000. Let's keep going. Uh, next one is 1168 East 9th Street, uh, Edinstone, Pennsylvania. Bought it for 115. Uh, currently, uh, uh, it's currently rented. Profit from the sale is $35,000. Makes a lot of sense. Let's keep going. Um, 6236 North Beachwood. We bought for $42,000. The rehab is 148. The ARV is 225. Uh, $33,000 profit from the sale of this property. Let's keep going. Uh, 
Fort Washington, uh, South Bethlehem bike Pike. We bought it for $385,000, uh, $284,000 rehab, $916,000 ARV, uh, $246,350 profit. I mean, amazing. Look, when I talk about red being transparent, right? I give you the address. I give you the city. I give you the state of the property. You can go do your own research. You can go and, and, and look into it and you'll see exactly what we're talking about for values of assets, values of properties on the SEC's website, right? Um, it's called Edgar, E-D-G-A-R. You can go look up our offering and it is also on our website if you click on it. And you'll see the addresses of every asset and every property we own. When your brother's you know, sister's uncle says, hey, I, I know about a real estate deal and maybe you wanna go invest in it, right? That's what I was 15 years ago talking to my brother Dory and saying, hey, uh, do you want to put some money into real estate? It's what I was with talking to my first investor in, in any of my investment funds or investment companies, which is my mother-in-law, right? Man, she's happy she made that, that investment a long time ago. And, and then there's us. How are we different? Well, we're SEC qualified. We're a public company. We're audited by a third-party company. Uh, we just hired a third-party appraisal company that does valuations on all of our assets all of our properties. Um, we're doing hundreds of deals um, every single year. It's just a, a different kind of level. You know, we have rehabbers in every city we work in. Uh, our team and our people are full-time working at this thing. We have six accountants on our team doing the financials and doing the numbers for the company. And like, I'm not Fundrise or, or Cardone Capital, those are five or $6 billion companies. I'm in that, that, that sweet spot, right? I'm still the, the, the small entrepreneur uh, with a large portfolio, with an amazing team of 150 plus people that, that is kicking ass. And, and that's who we are as a company. And I, I think that's where, you know, we fall into this slate. And, and I think that's where, you know, people love us because, you know, they can come in, they can be a part of it. They can see the deals. They can see the transparency. They can see the education and the training that we give away. Um, it, it's incredible. Let's keep going to more assets, more properties, right? Uh, the next one is, is 151 uh, Brian Moore Avenue. $165,000 purchase, $122,000 rehab, $335,000 after repair value, $47,000 profit, you know, from sale. I mean, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, we are conservative with our numbers, conservative with our estimates. And it's not like $47,000 is conquering the world when it comes to a return. But on this particular property, right, we're in for what's 122 plus 165 is 289.9, right? So we're in for 289.9. We take an 80% loan on that, right? So you pull $56,000 down payment from those numbers. Well, if we did a $56,000 down payment, we borrow the money for part of the purchase, our banks pay for our rehab, and we make a $47,000 return on the $56,000 down on a deal we do. You can run those numbers all day long and you can see how successful it is to do these kind of deals. And look, that's just one picture, right? It's not exactly, you know, um, golden fields like some of our farms, but to me, that's as sexy as it gets. I remember the first person um, I was really learning real estate from, and I remember she said one time, she goes, you know, when I walk into a house, and I smell mold, I smell money. Well, when I walk into a house and I see disrepair and I see dysfunction, sometimes I see money. Sometimes I see a better decision made into another investment, but both are possible when you look at a deal with that. Let's keep going. Oh, Idaho. I once had a five minute experience and I have to share this because I, we own this for about, I want to say 10 months before I had this experience on this farm. And I, I was driving down from there's a five bedroom house on, on the property. And 
I, I was driving down the road uh, down to this river that you see right here. And as I looked to the left, I saw a five point buck right in, in, in the grass. As I, we continued to drive, we had these rooster pheasants flying across the road. Then uh, Dustin Warren's son had to get out of the, the truck and, and get the hundred plus turkey that were on the road in front of us out of the way. And then as you look to the right, there was a thousand ducks flying. As you look to the left, there, were, there was geese. And I was just kind of mind blown, you know, the, of this experience on, on our farms and how beautiful our country is. And I go back to, to a farm that was neglected, a farm that only made $40,000 that will make 1.2 million on this year, uh, a farm that, that we simply sold 160 out of, of, out of over 2,100 acres and made a $550,000 pro profit. I mean, it, it's pretty mind blowing that this farmland exists and that there are people buying it from foreign countries. And if you're from a foreign country, I don't mean this from an offensive standpoint, right? I love um, our brothers, but I, I, I love our country, right? More than I, I, I love other countries. It's just me. It's how I'm built. If you don't like that, that's okay. You don't have to be like me. The reality is, is, is I don't think foreign, 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 foreigners, I don't think foreign countries should be able to buy American real estate. That's just, just my opinion. And I also don't think that billionaires should be able to buy farmland and no longer have it as farmland and then drive up the prices of our commodities in America, right? Inflation happened for many reasons. But one of the reasons inflation had is because the super rich, right? They do things to control our lives in ways that they shouldn't be allowed to, right? They make crypto money disappear overnight, but they sold all their crypto first. And now when crypto's low, they buy all their crypto, right? They made gas prices skyrocket. Well, they bought billion dollars worth of gas before it happened. They know when the stock market's going up and down. And so for me, this is a little bit of how Rad gives back. And if you check out our website, you'll see how else we give back, right? We give to the Joshua House. Um, you can click on that link. Go give some money to the Joshua House if you're on here tonight. We give to Task Force Dagger, which is our special operations, uh, our warriors who have fought for this country, right? We give to Special Operations Wounded Warriors. Uh, we give to lots of other organizations, right? We gave money to an organization that went and rescued orphans in the Ukraine right when that first kicked off. And, and, and that, that was pretty amazing. And so, you know, it's just the rad identity. It's who we are. And, and when I talk about investing with us, I want you to know who we are. Yes, we're going to make money. Yes, um, all investments have risk. But with us, you know, the culture, you know, the people you're getting involved with, and you know, the transparency, you know, of what we do as a company. Let, let's keep going. Rad since qualification. This is where, you know, we've been kicking butt. And I'm not saying that you can't ever, you know, lose money with any investment company that ever existed, right? It's always possible. I'm not saying that, that real estate can't ever have a downturn. I survived the 2008 crash. I survived the 2020 uh, pandemic. You know, I survived hyperinflation with making, you know, great returns for our investors. When a lot of people recently have been getting hurt or burned, right, um, with their stocks, we did great. We just finished our, our, our Q1 reporting. Um, we raised our stock price to $20 a share. We started at $10 a share. We've been consistent. We've been strong. And we're going to continue to do that. And we're going to continue to do the things the same way. Um, I look forward to, to the future farmland we're closing. I look forward to the houses we're closing every single day. And that's why we're rad diversified. Let's keep going. Um, you guys have gotten to know me a little bit. Um, I think enough where, where we, can, we can skip the bio a little bit. But, you know, as a baseball guy, um, coached baseball, finally got a job where I made some money, tried to figure out what to do with it. And I began flipping houses. 
Um, kept consulting over the years and started a consulting company, um, consulted lots of companies in real estate, lots of information and lots of online companies as well. And as a consultant, I just said, hey, there's a marriage between real estate and investing and education that is amazing. And I thought a lot of the companies were getting it wrong. And a lot of my clients said, Dutch, you've been a consultant for a long time and you're telling us, you know what to do. Why don't you at some point, why don't you prove it? And I, I said, I'll take that challenge. Um, hundred plus million dollar portfolio later and, and, and returns quarter after quarter for our investors. Some of them call me and say, Hey, uh, I'm glad I told you to go improvement. I'm said, I, I'm glad you did too. My partner, Amy, uh, is the glue that, that holds our company together. Amy is, is a rock star. I mean, our culture, the way she manages, the way she invests in our people, um, the way she develops strategy and technique is amazing. Look, she started doing her own houses as a consultant as well. Um, I mean, just an incredible mom, right? Um, adopted her son, uh, invests in charities and, and makes a difference. But, you know, every single day for her and I is amazing because when you have a business partner and you say you want to go accomplish some, something and they say, how? And let's go do it. That's incredible. And partnerships are hard in business, right? If anybody's owned their own business, had their own business, you know, they, they can be challenging. We, her and I, we had many of them over the years. But when I went into business with someone that my wife and I could, could, could talk to, and there was this enabling, powerful force behind, behind the conversations, behind the planning, behind the strategy, behind the structure, behind the system, behind the operation, kind of just blew my mind. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, it was great to be a founder of Rad Diversified. But at this point, I feel like I'm a part of a machine. I'm a part of something... That is so much more than, than, than what I do, right? What I do is, is I go raise money and I go buy incredible properties. That's what I go do. The entire rest of the business is run by, by a powerful team of leaders and, and, and directors that, that, that blow my mind every day. But let, let's, let's fly through the bios. Alan, one of our original investors, is our director of international investments. And that's any you know, investors who wanted to invest uh, in, in the company that, that needed help with, with the rules or the laws to do that. He helps with that. Let's keep going. Um, Taylor Green, our COO, um, comes from, from the softball world, comes from the college athletics world, um, has her master's and came in um, two and a half, two years ago, and, and just blew my mind. Started taking over projects that, 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 that I could look for 20 years of experience. I could look for an endless amount of education. And, and granted, she's got education. And granted, she's got a, a great background. But, but never would have thought she would take over our legal and compliance and she would take over our project management and take over, you know, my office in a way where I was free to go do more things. And so, you know, we promoted Taylor this year to our, our, our COO. Couldn't be, couldn't be more proud of her as one of our team. Uh, let's keep going. Andrew's our C CFO. Um, Andrew's been with us since the beginning from the first funds uh, that, that we opened up as Rad Diversified REIT. Uh, he's been with us, and, and now he's went from one account doing everything to a team of six. Um, I'm sure his life has gotten a little easier over the years. Let's keep going. Uh, these are our outside consultants that, that work with the company. Uh, Harold, Coe, uh, and Patel are CPAs. They're auditors. Uh, they're companies, out, accounts outside of our company that goes through our balance sheets, goes through our P&Ls, um, does the reporting to the SEC uh, to make sure that, you know, everything we're doing is, is exactly the way it's supposed to be done. Uh, Sarah Hanks is an outside law firm. We do have in-house counsel uh, as a company, but, but their company helps us with all of our uh, legal and our compliance and everything else to make sure, you know, we're doing the things, you know, that we're supposed to be doing. And, you know, we love that because it keeps us you know, on the edge of what's happening in the market. Look, things change, right? From Biden to Trump, from Trump to Biden, right? Things change on, on, on how we have to operate 
um, as an investment company. And that's okay. As long as we know how we have to change, we're always willing to change and adapt. It's, it's adapt or die, right? Let's keep going. Uh, over 150 team members. Let's keep going. Just some pictures of the offices. Check those out on the website. Keep going. Whew. Finally, to the Q&A, right? What I've been waiting to the whole time. Most of you are already on the wait list or you wouldn't be on the Zoom call tonight. But if you're not on the wait list, go to the raddiversified.com. Uh, you can also just do the QR code. It'll take you uh, to the wait list and the team will punch, punch the link in, link in there for you as well. I'm excited to get to all of all of your questions and, and, and begin answering them. I, I, I know one thing about Rad is investing with us, right? Um, so we're always going to fight for you. Our team, our employees, our people are always going to do that. Um, we've made, you know, incredible returns, and we're going to work hard to keep doing that in the future. But, you know, ask anything you want. We're transparent, real, good, the bad, the ugly, right? Um, I've had investors in the Zoom call be like, hey, I called your office two days ago, and nobody got back to me. And I'm like, well, we'll get back to you, and, and we'll see what happened with that. And I've had investors be like, hey, I invested with you guys, and I'm in my portal, and I'm trying to see my statement, and I can't see it. Um, if you have something like that that's like a personal thing, right, you need us to help with, send us a message right in the chat box. It said, Hey, I need help. Um, have someone reach out. We'll make sure that like, look for me, it's, it's a 100% rule, nine to 99, not a 91, not an 80% customer service rule. Right. I believe in hundred percent customer service. Uh, I believe every single one of our investors, whether it's a thousand dollar investor or a phone call I had on the way here is with a, a multi-million dollar investor. Right. Um, I believe in, in relationship. I believe in connection. I believe in reporting. Um, I believe in transparency for, for everybody who invests with us. Um, feel free to pull up the question box. Um, we'll hammer, th hammer through some questions. Right. Oh, I hope working class people can move up and become successful and not be uh, held. Just start at the top. Yes, he's going to scroll all the way to the top. Let's see who's off the bad birthday list who said happy birthday in there. You, you can keep going. I don't know if you can see it or not, but you just got me on links. Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Good. You guys are off the naughty list, right? You wish me happy birthday. <laughs> You try us all the time, says Paul Zimlin. Um, good, let's go ahead and get to questions. Uh, thank you for the birthday wishes, you guys who said them. I uh, need information on how to invest with my 401k. Great, Michael, good question. So we have a lot of investors invest with us uh, with 401ks or IRAs. It's, it's very common. Um, I think there's a rollover thing that the 401ks do. And forgive me, I'm not, I can't give legal or financial advice. Um, but what I can do is say, hey, one of our investor relations team can simply jump on the phone with you. They can walk you through the 401k process. Uh, we recommend working with the IRA club. Um, they're a great company. We've gotten to know, you know, the CEO and the founder over there really well. Um, I think they're a little less expensive than, than their competitors, and they're a lot faster than all their competitors. And I say that knowing the CEO at two other IRA companies that we worked with for a long time. But then, you know, the IRA club beat them at every facet of the business. So um, you'll have to do that with, with your 401k. Um, great. Uh, that's just the podcast. Hey, once again, follow us, like us, subscribe. It's great. And, and I say that not because I need your fanship, right? I don't, I don't, need, I don't need, you know, Dutch fans. The reality is, is what, what, what I want you to do is be able to be all in, right? I want you to see every property we're doing. I want transparency. I want you to be in our culture. Um, I want you to be a part of what we do, because when you do that, then you know what you're investing. And look, there's so many fly-by-night companies. There's so many song and dance, and there's so much BS out there. How do you know the difference between the real and not real, 
right? When I look at a real estate company and all I see is videos of them speaking on stage and, you know, you know, talking to people and I never see their assets and their properties and what they're doing every single day. I'm like, ah, that's a little scary to me, right? One thing about rad is you're always going to know every deal we're doing. You're always going to know all the real estate we're doing and you always can keep up, keep up with the story because we keep you plugged in. We do Zoom calls with all of our investors every single month where we just answer questions and talk to them, um, where we talk about updates, we talk about the properties, deals that we're doing, how we're changing, filtering strategy. It's awesome, right? Um, awesome, Michael, thank you for filling out the info. Good, yes. Uh, scroll past all the yeses and, and jump to the questions. I also have all the questions that everybody asks on here while he's scrolling, I'll answer the first one. Um, first question is when do statements get mailed? Well, so our most recent returns came out um, uh, I want to say the 16th, if, if I have the date wrong, forgive me. I want to say the 16th. So everybody from first quarter, uh, when the stock price changed to the $20.03 should have your statements. If, if you haven't gotten your statement, right, your most recent statement, then just put that little uh, thing, contact me, right, or help me, right, in the chat box. Uh, we'll make sure someone to the team gets to you, gets to you right away. Um, really important. Um, as a shareholder, do you get to write depreciation uh, against the property. So we, in our FAQs, we have a specific section. If you look at the FAQs on the website, we have a specific question about depreciation. Um, so with us, you're buying a stock. So um, with Rad Diversified, you buy a stock, right? And you're not taxed on that stock unless you sell it and you get capital gains. Um, you're not getting depreciation against assets. Um, as an investor, is my understanding, we utilize, right, the depreciation as a part of getting your return, right? As a part of our asset value increasing. It's one of the benefits of being a REIT. Um, to have a REIT status, there's a lot of qualifications and a lot of specific rules you have to follow. Um, it's one, one of the benefits. What's the latest price per share? $20.03, Sean. Um, the High Dutch, can you please cover approximate percentage of assets by assets in each type? Um, Bob, great question. Um, we're pretty balanced between our residential portfolio and our farmland, those make up our largest two categories. Um, you guys can always check out, you know, the balance sheets, they're on, they're on Edgar. Um, and then about 10% of our portfolio is what I call high risk in our high risk investing. We always balance everything. 10% high risk, 10% super low risk, 80%, you know, we, we put into our bread and butter into in our moderate middle. So like in our 10% high risk, we have what we've invested in the metaverse. Um, we've been really blessed to be about right at about break even with our metaverse investing the last three months, whereas means as, as ETH and, and Bitcoin come back, we'll make a lot of money uh, from those, those investments. We've made uh, a very small portion into that. Um, we invested in land that we'll be building on and developing this year's also in our, in our high risk bucket. People always say, well, why the high risk bucket? I can explain that. Um, if, if somebody wants to know, but then the 80% is about, you know, half residential, half income producing farmland. Uh, what's the latest price per share? I answered that already, John, the current price is 23. Doing a great job, Dutch. Keep up your strong determination and hands-on leadership for Rad and all are counting on you and appreciate it. You're very welcome, John. I appreciate the comment. Very curious to know that too, John. Wow, uh, not too bad, $20.03 a share. Yeah, not too bad, everyone. And I'll tell you, you know, we did that, you know, with, with knowing what was coming, you know, with, with the housing market, knowing that interest rates were going up, um, knowing that other people, you know, weren't making great decisions and, 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 and navigating, right? And it's all about navigation. It's about making decisions within the real estate market that we know are going to increase in value. When are we going to receive statements? Already answered that one. You should already have them. 
Um, and so, you know, the team can definitely make sure if you are struggling with your... Uh, we interrupt this broadcast to remind you to follow us on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Rad Podcast. Oh, this is one of those fun questions. All right, so, uh, Marla, I won't say your last name because you did do a direct message, right? Do you have respect, integrity, and respect for those who live in communities where you buy and fix up those who live in the communities who need economic development with, with appreciation, right, Marla? You know, Marla, I think it's a great question. Um, I have crazy respect because I grew up in those neighborhoods. I grew up in, in rougher neighborhoods. I grew up, um, you know, not always knowing, you know, where my money was coming from, not always knowing where my next thing is. You know, I remember waking up at four in the morning every day of, you know, that I can remember of my childhood delivering newspapers um, and giving that money to my parents. So, yeah, I have respect for those people. Um, I believe when people need help, you help them. But I also believe that once when people are helped, you have to enable them to be productive in society and you have to need them to be successful in society right i believe that when when people take out a debt or people sign a contract that they need to pay that debt and pay that contract right um and so you know we have we ever evicted anybody yes we have right um have we ever bought a foreclosure property yes we have right at the same time there's a reason why society has some of those systems in place um and, and it's a part of how our financial network works right um sometimes i tell people right don't 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 hate the game that exists, right? Learn how to play the game. But when you play the game, play it, play it with integrity, respect, treat people the right way, do the best by people that you possibly can. And so, you know, for me, I've sold finance properties back to people who were foreclosed uh, many, many times, you know, during, during my career. Um, we've just recently did what's called RAD 50-50, where uh, we split the profits. So we bought a property uh, from a homeowner who was almost 150,000 behind on their mortgage. We caught up their mortgage um, and then joint ventured with them for the sale of the property. And then we split the properties with them 50, 50, they would have lost that house within 48 hours and got nothing from the situation. And, and so, you know, for me, yeah, I do, I do care about people. And I would say when I was younger, I used to worry if it was going to be my downfall. I used to worry that like the way I cared about people, or the way I love people or the way it hurt me when I gave to people, right? And they, they didn't appreciate it and they didn't take it the right way. I always wondered if that was going to be our downfall. When my business partner, Amy and I, you know, had somebody steal, you know, money from the company and we turned the other cheek because in that situation, it wasn't going to do us any good to chase it, right? Um, we've realized over the years that by doing things the right way, by, by turning the cheek, like um, don't fight a war unless you have to fight a war. And if you're going to fight a war, be prepared to win the war at all times. But when you invest with people the right way and you treat people the right way, the life return that comes back is tenfold. And, you know, a great example is, you know, we, I had one employee and her name's Gretchen. She's the director of our inner circle coordination and she oversees our investor relations. And, you know, Gretchen went from position to position, right? With us as the company, helping us build and helping us grow the company. And, 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 you know, I'd say six, seven years ago, one point in time, she went into helping us get loans on properties and, and, and struggled with it and hated it, you know, all at the same time. And it would have been easy to have, you know, fired Gretchen because she wasn't great at the loan side of the business. And at this point, she's one of the most valuable team members in our entire company because she took over our inner circle coordination. She took over our investor relations because what Gretchen was, was a people person. 
she's amazing and incredible with people. So asking her to go get loans on properties was just a ridiculous thing seven years ago that a small business owner did. But also knowing that she had been with us through the thick and thin and investing in her, right? And over the years, you know, invest helping her through the different things of life, right? As, as one of our team is what's always come back tenfold. So yeah, we care about people and it doesn't matter, you know, what asset. Look at our charities, look at our nonprofits. You, you'll get to know us really well. Um, do you have a K-1 taxes or, or 1099? Um, Dave, you know, you only uh, would have anything if the if you sell your stock, right? And then, and then you know, with the returns, you would, you would have taxes, what's called capital gains. Um, another thing, if you ever, you know, want to talk about capital gains or 1031 exchanges, we have an opportunity zone uh, that people invest in to defer their capital gains for five years. That's a side conversation for another time. Um, not for the re unless you take a distribution for which you will receive a 1099B. Good answer, Phil, that a babe. All right. Uh, is it open for investment anytime within a time limit? Do you have two chances per year to retrieve your investment? Good question, Ann. So RAD um, has two dark periods every year. Um, one is we go through requalification typically in November um, where we, we, we go dark, which means we don't take in new investments. And then we have an audit um, every single year that, that, that should be completed, you know, but around April 1st. And if, if the auditors haven't finished yet by April 1st, we go dark until they're finished and completed with their audit um, of, us, of us as a company. Otherwise, the rest of the year, you're able to invest with us. Um, and and we, do the, we do the waiting list because every investor has to go through um, a conversation with our team. Every investor um, has to go through a specific you know, compliance process for it to be, to be done right. And we do some things, right? We do some, some Homeland Security checks. I know not every company in the world does that, but we do that. Um, last thing we want to do is you know, su su support um, you know, things that shouldn't be supported in the world. And so we, we, we do that process with, the, with our waiting list. Let's keep on going. Man, you guys are getting good questions in here. I like it. And I haven't even gotten to the whoo, almost 50 questions that you've asked through the, through the chat when you're filling out your registration. Um, all statements should have been sent out. Uh, Jennifer, I'm not sure with, with that question. I was talking with investors today. Um, so all, all statements have been sent out you know, for, for first quarter of this year. So um, let, let, let's keep on going. Um, Daisy, what do you mean by NFT acquisition flip and, and hold? Um, I'm not sure Daisy exactly on the question. Um, you seem like you share the same last name as, as one of our project managers at, at the company. Um, but you know, we, we flip a property means that we buy it, we fix it, we sell it. Uh, we hold the property means we hold it for the long term. Um, NFT acquisition, um, we did do, uh, some metaverse acquisitions, like we bought Nike's first product, you know, NFT on the marketplace that came out, um, some, some small purchases, right. Um, as a part of the future, you know, of things that, that we're preparing for, you know, at Rad Diversified, let's keep going. Hi everyone statements. All right, let's keep going. Uh, perfect. I'm sure how long this meeting does, but five to five fifteen work. Um, Jeremy's connecting. Hi, Jeremy. Let's keep going. You guys have a Mandarin speaking agents. Hey, and we do actually. Um, we have a Mandarin speaking team member on our investor relations team. So uh, about a year ago, uh, a YouTube influencer named uh, Yang Ming, right, um, Chinese Americans, right, um, and and started uh, sharing about Rad. He fell in love with us, and so we started getting a lot of Chinese Americans investing in in Rad Diversified. And so yes, uh, the next investor relations persons we hired, uh, we hired a Mandarin speaking team member. We also have a Spanish speaking 
uh, investor relations team member, uh, our director of compliance, Dalen, who's, who's uh, really, really badass, um, is super important part of our team, right? It's Spanish speaking uh, as well. And so, you know, most of our investors end up talking to her, you know, through their process as well. Um, and what's super cool about Dalen is her son, Johnny, um, is generational. He joined the company. We actually have several generational employees as a, as, as a part of the company. And, and I think that's, that's really cool where, where parents work for the company and then their kids came and interned for the company. And now their kids work for the company full time as, as a real pleasure, right? We've had investors uh, who have kids who work for the company. We've had investors uh, who have kids are interning this summer with the company, which, which is really cool. It's one of my favorite things. Um, sometimes we're harder on their kids than, than we are on, on somebody else who starts new. Um, because, you know, if you're not hard on people, sometimes they don't grow. You got to learn how to be, you know, both nice and, and, and hard at the same time. So it's a delicate, delicate balance. Uh, how can I get in touch with that person? Um, and the, just because you chatted in the box here, just make sure you send a private message with your first and last name and phone number. And we'll make sure that, that Eva from our team gives you a call. Um, do we have a rep investors, um, are the farms organic? Um, so Tracy farms take time to be, uh, quantified as organic, but right now we work for all of our farms to, to be organic. We believe, you know, it's part of the future and, you know, soil in, in America is, is, is eroding. It's actually, um, a national threat that people aren't, aren't aware of the value and, and the ability for, for soil to continue to be farmed. Right. And you have to take care of it the right way. Otherwise food supply could become, you know, a challenge. And so, yeah, we, we believe in not only the environment and, and agriculture, but, but in taking care of, you know, one of our most valuable resources. Uh, Kevin, let's keep going. Congratulations on the Tennessee farm. Thanks, Kevin. I know you'd be excited about that one. Uh, Kevin's been an investor with us for a long time, but he's always been really into our farms and uh, some of the alternative projects we do with them, which is super cool. Um, keep going, Pam, to everyone. Is there any way to get across our loss and profit statement electronically? can access. Yes, Pam. So there is a online portal on DealMaker. Um, everyone has that online portal um, and you have access to the online portal. So Pam, I also know that you're an inner circle member too. So you can talk with your investor relations team member or your inner circle team, inner circle team member. They'll help you through that Pam and help you make sure that, that, that you get that access. Let's keep going. All right. We're working on that. Is it looking for properties? If seeking to look for properties. Oh, cool, Daniel. Awesome, our SSE offering, small but scrappy. Yes, John, that's exactly what we are. So we get a percentage of the sale of each property. So Eric, how it works is we have a, so Eric asked, so we get a sale of percentage of any asset probably real time while I was going. So how it works is we go and buy a property. And I'm just gonna use an example. It's not a specific property, right? Let's say we buy a property for 200,000 and we put, $100,000 worth of rehab. And now we're into that property for $300,000. So our capital invested in that property is probably going to be between 60 and $80,000, depending on what kind of loans we're getting with our banks. Now, if that property now sells, right, or becomes worth $400,000, right, we've gained $100,000 in our total asset value as a company. Well, in our total asset value as, as a company, right, that's how you get your returns. And so as our valuation as a company goes up, then your stock price continues to increase as a percentage of that total. I probably made it more complicated, but ask again if you want to ask it again. Um, and I, and, I, and I'll, I'll work on answering it um, a different way to, to help with understanding too. 
Um, all these are re-owned, none are inner circle. Uh, I believe, John, those are all, all re-owned. I'm not saying the team um, wouldn't have made a mistake. I didn't look at the PowerPoint beforehand and made and uh, put a joint venture property in there, but I believe all those assets on the on the PowerPoint were were rad diversified re-owned. They should have been. Um, my team shaking the head yes that they 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 made sure, right? Um, I got on them last time because on actually our last rad diversified uh, Zoom call, we had one property that was uh, owned by uh, myself and actually one of our inner circle members in a joint venture versus being owned by, by, by the REIT. And so I think they double, triple check this time. Um, let's keep going, Eric. Uh, I am a typical rad investor. How much do I earn on each sale of each property or investor? Um, so as our net asset and value increases, Eric, you earn, um, an increase in stock price. And then when you sell your stock, you earn your return. So like our investors from 2019 invested at $10,000 a share. So they, let's say you invested $100,000 in 2019. Um, if you did a distribution or withdrawal um, today, um, it would be worth $20.03 a share. Um, so you would get 200, um, I think in six, I might be doing the math wrong, $203,000. Um, it's either 203 or $206,000 um, by the sell of, sell of your stock. And that's how much you would have grown from 2019 to today. Um, let's keep going. What's the difference between re-owned and inner circle? Good, good question. Um, our inner circle, Kelvin, does one-on-one -on -one investing with us. They do one-on-one -on -one joint venture deals with us. Um, it's, a, it's a club that our investors um, have created over the years years with us. And so um, the REIT, um, you're investing in, in a mass of, of our total portfolio. And the inner circle, you're investing in one-on-one -on -one properties. Um, if you went to, I think it's icrad.com, the team can throw the link in there. You can look at more about the inner circle. I'd say probably 100% of our inner circle members, I, I am assuming, are invested in the REIT. Um, and But, you know, our REIT investors, you know, who have, um, it's typically for, you know, larger investors. Um, and we created Rad Diversified, you know, for our everyday investors. And so um, that's a little bit, you know, the balance between the two. Let's keep going. Hi, everyone new to RAD. Welcome, Marilyn. Glad to have you. Let's keep going. Kevin, how much do you need to invest to see a return? Well, anybody who invests $1,000 with us in 2019, which was the minimum investment in RAD, right, would be worth over $2,000 today. Um, and so that $1,000 would, you know, help you make a return, which is, which is pretty cool, Kevin. Let's keep going. What is the inner circle? Um, I already kind of addressed this, right? Um, actually let's answer this. So what is the inner circle? Do you have it already be really wealthy to be a part of the inner circle? Not fair for the average working class person trying so hard to get ahead. Well, you know, Eric, we give as much right to the average working class person that we possibly can. Our, our inner circle is, is an elite, right? Um, club or an, an elite group, right? I think if, you know, somebody has less than six figures, it's probably not a, a good fit for them, but that's why we have rad diversified REIT. When I, started rad diversified it was at the frustration of compliance and regulatory things that that didn't allow non-accredited investors to continue to invest in our private equity funds that we had and so when we became a reg a um over a half million dollars and and two years of, of hard work and effort to become a reit um and a reg a with the sec that allowed us for to have you know all the non-accredited investors be able to invest at a thousand dollars a person. And so, you know, we worked really hard to make sure that was accessible um, and our investments were accessible to both, you know, both, both parties. Um, let's keep going. Portfolio. Um, Dave, just go to the rad diversified.com. 
Um, if you navigate through the, the website a little bit, you'll be able to find the properties, but also um, the team can put a link in there. They already put the SEC link to Edgar up top, which would have had our January 1 uh, balance sheets, right? Let's keep on going. Let's keep on going, Eric. I love, I love your passion, Eric. I love your questions. I love your participation. That's freaking awesome. Let's keep going. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Fidelity fied to everyone. Let's keep going. I think I answered that. Um, I'm going to keep on going. Yes, our read is open to non-accredited and accredited investors. Um, sorry, Sonny, if, if you missed that, we did announce it. We actually did uh, videos. We sent out an email. We sent out a text um, when the audit was completed so investors could come in. And then we did share uh, the stipe price about 48 hours after that, right? The minimum investment's 1000 Let's keep going. Any updates on the farmland fund? Hey, Dan, we'll be starting uh, Rad Land, right? Um, I believe in fall, um, which would be another fund people can invest in, which is really cool. Let's keep going. Keep going. Are we getting close to the bottom? I'm planning to sell a few of my apartment buildings soon. Does Rad offer an option worth? We do run, and we have our Opportunity Zone fund for that as well, but we've also helped uh, with our members when they've had 1031 exchanges they've needed help with, um, and so that's definitely something we can do. Let's keep going. Uh, Martha, I already answered that question, right? Oh, wait, she asked about farms. Hold on. Yes, we do, Marlo. We did answer that once already. More people are wishing happy birthday. They were probably the late, late attenders. Hey, Pam, great question. So, Pam, you've invested with us for a long time and you've made good money, right? And so I'm sure you've probably shared rad with friends or or or, or different people. And and you know, it's very frustrating when you go out and you share with people, you know, and then and then you say, well, what if they go bankrupt or what if they get screwed or what if this or what if that? Well, that's any investment that exists in the world, right? Any company you invest in, any organization, right? If you said in 2008 that Lehman Brothers or Bear Stearns were going to go out of business, I said you were on crack, right? I would say there's absolutely no way that those 100-year companies could go out of business. What I would say, Pam, can I, can I say it's impossible for Rad to ever go bankrupt? No, I can't say that. Um, the SEC would 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 kick my butt if if I said something like this. What I can say to you is that we're going to continue to do things the right way. Um, worst case scenario, right? Um, what what they do for and I, I've I've researched, right? I, I've taken a look at that funds that have gone wrong, um, and I, I know that sounds crazy to people, but I I, dove, I actually dove deep into Bernie Madoff's story. I dove deep into other funds that have struggled or gone out of business because I want to know why. I want to know how they screwed up. I want to know where they made mistakes. I wanted to know, um, you know, what, what was behind that. And, and, and here's, here's what I know. Number one, if we always tell the truth and we're always transparent, even if things go wrong, then we're going to be all right. Number two, the money that comes in from our investors, we've got to keep pushing and piling into properties. As long as it continues to go into properties and we continue to buy right, in the long run, we're always going to be okay. Now I have to measure and monitor burn rate to make sure we don't get to a point in time where our expenses right get too high. Um, we don't have too many employees or we don't borrow money too much or we don't have too high of a percentage loan, right? Or we don't have profit properties that, that we can sell and those kind of things. It's all stuff 
I had paid attention to, right? Like recently in our audit, you know, one of the critical factors for a company like this is their ability to sell or not sell assets or ability to sell properties or not sell properties. And so one of the reasons I sold the farmland last year, the 160 acres, not because I had to sell the farmland and not because I didn't believe it was going to continue to grow, but it was proof of concept, right? We wanted to prove not only to our investors, but also, you know, to the SEC and to our auditors that when we say this property, this land is worth this much, it really is worth this much, right? Um, and you can, thing is, you can take people's word, but they're only as good as their word. And anybody who runs a company is only as good as their word. I've been at this for 15 years. Do your research on me. Google me. Get dirty, right? Get dirty on Rad Diversify. Get dirty on Amy Vaughn, right? Do your research. I've coached thousands and thousands of investors. I've mentored thousands and thousands of investors. And our reputation is log solid and rock solid. So, you know, are we perfect? No. And I'll be the first one to tell you we make mistakes. I'll be the first one to tell you that we screw up. But you know what happens when you make mistakes and screw up? You freaking own it. And, and that's what the rad culture is. Like when my team talks to me about something that's wrong, right? I say, well, what's your three solutions? I don't necessarily care what's wrong. I need to know what's wrong. But what's, what's our solution to, to the problem, to the challenge, right? If someone on my team says, I screwed up, I say, okay, you screwed up, big deal. Now, thank you for taking ownership. What are we going to do? And that, that, that's our philosophy at Rad. I'm, we're not perfect, but, but we work our ass off. And, and, and we do it for you, our investors. And I know that, that it all comes, you know, trickles down, down, downhill like a waterfall. How long have you keep this account on? As long as you want, uh, Jard. Um, I love the IRA club, says Paul. Good. I'm really glad. Um, does Rad invest in water slash drought problems with California and other states? You know, Eric, we're not there yet. Um, man, you have fascinating questions, Eric. But um, I am typically looking for properties um, that have good water. Um, it's one of our underlying issues uh, with everything we do with our farms is we're looking for stuff with good water supply. Um, I've looked at, you know, California's problem. I mean, California could fix its water problem if it just chose to. It's really not an issue, right? There are islands in this world that survive just fine off of salt water, right? Um, when there's big utility companies that want to control the, the, the water prices, right? I mean, the ocean is the largest thing in the world and desalination ex exists. Um, there's fixes to problems and, and somebody could have an environmental conversation with me, but, but, but California could fix its water problem. Let's, let's keep going. Uh, if you want to use your IRA 401k, let's keep going. Um, Tom, just check with the team. You should, should have it by this point. So we'll make sure you get it right away. Same with Dan, just keep scrolling past, past IRA club does SDIRAs. Keep going. Um, thank you guys for letting, letting me know that, um, after the initial investment, can I make additional investments for less than a thousand. No, I think it's all, Julia, I could be wrong, but I think all additional investments still have to be an increase of a thousand dollars. All right, let's keep scrolling. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Um, Michelle, I'm, I don't know that there's a monthly fee, admin fee for, for account management. All our returns are quoted after right? After, after fees, any fees have been charged, right? Um, I think there's a $55 processing fee um, when, when, when people invest with us, but I could be, could be wrong about that. Um, and that's all the, the, the technology and all the background checks and everything that, that we have to run on, on every investor. But all our returns for our investors have come after all fees have already been charged. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Keep going. 
let's keep going. John, to everyone, he said he downloaded his statements from the website portal. Good. Let's keep going. Thanks for crypto. No, we have not, William, uh, but we will shortly. I told everybody uh, who did uh, the crypto with us that first statements would come out in July um, so that you kind of know when, when that balance is. Um, let's keep going. Uh, we emailed them to everybody. We always have them in the online portal, which are probably per month or per year. Um, Frank, you know, fascinating question. If it's, you know, gone from $10 a share to $20.03 a share in two and a half years, um, that'd be 10 quarters for 100% return. So it's averaged out, you know, to 10% over two and a half years. A quarter could be 3% and the next quarter could be 11%. A quarter could be um, negative negative two percent right um it's all comes back to you know you're looking at you know over time you know how we've grown granted we've never had a negative quarter at rad diversified but i'm not saying that's you know impossible um it is you know very possible as, as markets and economies and different things change but we're going to keep things doing the right way and 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 i believe we're going to keep, keep doing really well um you can download statements from the portal once uploaded yes would you explain the ties between asp and rad Sure. Uh, American Survivors Project uh, leases um, land from some of our farms. Um, it, it's a project we believe in. It's a, a plan B, emergency plan for, for families. Um, if you go to americansurvivalistproject.com and you want to check that out, you're more than welcome to. Um, it's just something, you know, if there was um, floods, uh, if the next pandemic was 10% worse, if there was hurricanes or something else and people needed a place to go to versus you know a metrodome where people you know were raped and pillaged and and and, and killed and robbed you know we we provided uh at american survivors project they provide a community for that um and so our farms lease a small percentage of every farm to american survivors project which is pretty cool um it really increases our income on those and actually when i talk about the 1.2 million projected income it actually doesn't include the lease from American Survivalist Project, which which you know sends good money to the to the REIT, which is cool. When can we expect the monthly crypto fund write ups? July is the answer, Stanley. Let's keep going. Just right invests in water solutions, drop stricken. Let's keep going. Um, where are you from? Uh, I am from Iowa. Grew up in I mean, uh, grew, born in Texas. Grew up in Iowa. Lived in California for 20 years, and I live have lived in Florida uh, since early this year. Uh, let's keep going. Uh, Let's keep going. It's a new investor in one through 10. How much risk do I face to lose my investment? Um, Daniel, great question, right? You guys ask me a lot of how much risk questions, right? And I have to be very careful, right? The SEC, the amazing and cool people at the SEC and the amazing and cool people at FINRA, right? I have a lot of rules about what I'm allowed to say and, and not allowed to say, right? Um, I'm not going to give you a one through 10 um, on how much risk do I face to, to, to lose my investment with Rad Diversify, right? Now, in my mind, you know, it, I believe when you have real tangible assets um, that we own, and those real tangible assets could always be sold, right? Um, you have real tangible assets where we're collecting rent. Um, people are always going to need to eat, which is a part of our farms, and people are always going to need for a place to live. Um, and so as long as we continue to make good investments, that's going to continue to take care of our, our investors. Um, and we just continue to do the things the right way. Let's keep going. You got a pretty big thunderstorm that just hit here, huh? That's not something we ever saw in California. You're correct, Kevin. Let's keep going. 
Let's keep going. Awesome. Glad to have you as a part of the community and family now, Marla. Um, forgive me, uh, Amara Matthews, right? I'm not sure where it says where the options say in it. I think it just says we could do NFE. Oh, where it says NFT. So that's metaverse. So a small percentage of our investment. So, you know, we're, we're counting, you know, very large portfolio. Um, I think, you know, we're definitely over 40 million, you know, capital investment, um, and about a hundred thousand a month for uh, a couple of months, we invested into the metaverse. Um, I think we're roughly right around, you know, break even so far with our metaverse investments, which is really good. And so what that means is we've bought certain um, NFTs, certain tokens uh, that we buy and then that we've resold. So in a time where, you know, ETH and Bitcoin, uh, especially ETH, have taken such a, a dramatic drop uh, for our team to have held even during that time means we've actually uh, increased our total number of coins and, and done extremely well. Now we have a great meta team um, that 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 works on that. Um, two full-time team members that work hard on on doing the meta, and because um, what we do is R and D. So here at Rad, we always have R and D, so research and development. So we invested in our first farm in uh, 2019, 2020, 2020. We invested in our first farm. I think we were under contract before that, but in 2020, um, that was still in our research and development. That was 435 acres. Um, as we understood that industry, as we gathered team and we built team around that industry, we realized it was something we wanted to do more and more and more of. Um, Meta is one of those places where we're doing research and development. I'm going to run the play for the inner circle, and I believe that was approved, but no one has followed up. Ruben, we will make sure they follow up with you. We love new inner circle members. Awesome. I'm glad you love us. My son was asking. Uh, Raj, just get with your inner circle coordinator with that. I'm not sure which one's you know assigned to you, but but there's enough of the team on here uh, that one of our coordinators will make sure they'll get to you first thing in the morning. Um, and congratulations on on your son investing with us too. That's freaking awesome. Um, cool, Kevin. It should be in your portal, but we'll make sure you get an email out. Um, how long have I been invested? Um, I've been investing. I want to say since 2006. Uh, Raj signed. Cool. He got it back signed all of a sudden. Cool. Uh, where do you go to get your checklist for the Red Diversified Investment Options slash NFT? Okay, um, not completely clear on the question, but we'll make sure one of the team, you know, talks with you tomorrow, okay? And 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 make sure that uh, whichever checklist you're looking for, you're, you're able to. Awesome. NFTs, I'm assuming everybody's saying non-fungible tokens, right? I mean, I know, you know, I'm getting old. I'm in my 40s, right? And this new you know, technology, you know, things start to change, but no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I'm sure you mean non-fungible tokens. Uh, we will get that sent over to your son. Thanks. I just recording and I assume we'll get an email of the playback. Yes, you will, Amara, for sure. For sure. And Amara, I, I hope I was able to answer your question about the NFTs and the flips and stuff, right? Um, what advice would you give to your young investor? Well, my first thing, you know, Jar, to a young investor, I would say first thing is expand your ability to make money, right? And, you know, here's the thing is people are always like, well, you know, if I only have a thousand dollars, shouldn't I give it to Rad Invest? And I say, no, absolutely not. You shouldn't. You should take that thousand dollars, invest it into yourself as a person and expand your ability to make more money. I don't care how long a thousand dollars is invested. It's never going to turn into that much. And I know that goes contrary to the common, you know, opinion about investing and stuff, right? If you only have a thousand dollars to invest, that means you're not making enough money. Um, and you need to go and, and make more money. So invest your 
money into your ability to make more money, whether that's education, certifications, whether that's entrepreneurial training or personal development, you need to make more money, right? That would be step one. And as you're making a little bit more money, then I would take some of that money and I would begin obviously investing a percentage of it um, at all times, um, but live off the same amount of money you live now as you make more money and then keep the rest of that invested. And, and that that's, you know, one of my great tips. Um, glad, glad you're with us. After investing, how soon does one see a profit? How long does our money held? Um, minimum, minimum of six months, uh, Majid, with us. Um, people see a return each quarter. Um, you know, the stock price changes e each quarter. It doesn't change on an exact quarter by quarter basis. Um, typically, you know, our statements take about 45 days um, after a quarter ends for us to be able to do all the accounting and financials to be able to do the reporting. But what I'll also say is this last quarter, it took a little bit longer just because our books and balance sheets were in the hands of the auditors. Um, and we were waiting for the auditors to finish. And as soon as they finished, we were able to get the new stock price out to everybody. So it's cool. And I love that we're audited. You should feel 100% more comfortable that RAD is audited versus non-audited. Um, and especially audited by, by third-party, you know, certified public, you know, CPAs and, and people that have to have a special license to be able to do public reporting. Um, hi, Dutch. I missed Steph. Wait for a few minutes. Um, I missed the chat. I apologize. We'll ask when we expect. Uh, July, Stanley. That's okay, Stanley. Uh, what's the inner circle? And go to icrad.com. Uh, it's a different uh, program with us at Rad Diversified. Um, as a fund becomes larger, do you think it would be more or less difficult to maintain historical returns or does it matter? Um, sorry, I'm whispering, you guys. I'm just reading out loud. I'm reading with my lips, right? It's really um, sophisticated. Um, as the fund becomes larger, do you think it will be more or less difficult to maintain historical returns or does it matter? Um, one of our investment investors named Ted, right, invested you know quite a bit of capital with us um, a, a while back. And it was one of the questions he asked me. And I always say, hey, look, everyone, if in the beginning you had told me we would make 30% returns um, three years in a row, I would have said you were crazy. I said there would be absolutely no way we're going to continue to make 30 plus percent returns per year. Um, and, and if you told me in 2022, we're going to make 30 plus percent return this year, I would say you are crazy. I do not think that that is going to happen. Right. So let me just start there. Right. Where so many people try and sell you on the song, song and dance stuff. Like I just, you know, want to be transparent. I've always believed that our returns would fall, you know, between 15 and, 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 and 25% um, as we grew. And as I understood the economy of scale, um, and, and those kind of things. Look, I can't predict the future. Um, I think that as we scale, each equity of each individual property, um, you know, doesn't account for for quite as much. Um, and that's why, you know, for us, you know, we're paying attention to, you know, our value add propositions. We take a look at how we sell properties and those kind of things. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of an idea. Um, we're still in that 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 hard run and, and and that upswing. And I think, you know, I think most people in the world are pretty happy with 10 plus you know, percent returns. I know, um, you know, six months ago, a lot of crypto people were giving me a lot of crap and they're like, I've made 200% returns. I was like, you should sell your crypto really fast um, because, you know, they got hit pretty hard. Um, so, you know, I can't predict the future. I can't tell you what I think the returns in the future will be. I do think there's, you know, some benefits to getting bigger with an economy of scale. I also think, you know, the individual equity we gain with each value add proposition affects the whole a little bit less. Um, but I still think, you know, we'll, we'll make great returns. And, and I think that's the best answer I'm allowed to give um, by, by the rules of the game. Let's keep going. I can't believe there's this many questions. Hypothetically, if I invested 1K, let's say five years with grad, approximately how much would I have today? 
or rad didn't exist five years ago. So we had what's called DHI holdings, DHI fund, DHI fund, which were three private equity funds five years ago. Now, two and a half years ago, if you had invested a thousand dollars, it would be worth just a little over $2,000. Now, um, five years ago, I think if you look at our historical returns with rad and we kept on this pace, it would probably be worth three, no, one, two, four. It'd be, you know, roughly worth four, $4,000 ish. Um, possibly uh, with compounding effect, right. I'd have to get a calculator a lot, but that kind of gives you a little bit of an idea. Um, if we continued at this pace and we never had a lost quarter, um, getting really quiet spell check got me. <laughs> Let's keep going. Uh, what exactly is an inner circle member? Um, just go to icrad.com. The team posts a link in icrad. I haven't seen you guys post a link um, to the inner circle in the, in the chat. Just post that in there so people can check that out. Uh, need to sign off. Great to have you, John, for more real estate. Let's keep rolling. Charles, to everyone, how long are the funds committed in the event of an emergency? Are funds uh, callable? So, yeah, Charles, in the event of an emergency. So let's say tomorrow. Um, locusts come and destroy all farmland in america right or let's say another covid comes and it's 10 percent worse right um things will get really dark right in our country and 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 so at that point in time you know we did something different when the pandemic hit and we created a guaranteed distribution right for for our investors um and we actually had to you know back that with with you know multiple different funds from multiple different ways of our own and and guaranteed that for our investors um, are we allowed to stop withdrawals if we chose to, um, like every other REIT in the world, that is a part of our bylaws to be able to protect, um, rad diversified. But in 2020, when a lot did, we did, we chose not to, um, but I, you know, that would be a very serious emergency and it doesn't matter what you're invested in. Everyone would be affected. Uh, thank you for John for joining. Awesome. How long are the funds committed for six months? Keep going. Uh, planning to sell. We already answered that. I, I'm seeing a big repeat of questions. So is that just people repeating them or did they duplicate somehow? Okay, keep going. Charles, I have gone through DealMaker, but couldn't find an easy way to get my current holdings. Hey, Robert, we'll just make sure one of the team jumps on with you and kind of hold your hand and walks through that with you, right? Um, keep on going. Robert, I located your file and notify the team to be sure it's resolved. Thanks, Danielle, for, for handling that. Invested $1,000 in June 2021. What would they have today? My goodness, Mary. Um, June 2021, we still, I don't think, had second quarter statements out. So I think it was right about 12 months. So it would have been like a 27% return. Um, I This is totally a guesstimate, but I think you would add $1,278. Um, is I think what your investment would have been worth if you invested in June of 2021. Trying to make it make me make me use my brain. How do we invest in the REIT? Um, just iRadDiversified.com. Uh, fill out one of the applications, and the team will walk through it with you. Um, the the join the waiting list link should be right there on the page in front of you, Tracy. Um, Kamal, how do the returns in the inner circle compare to the REIT? Um, they're just different, right? Um, I think the the REIT, you know, has been fairly consistent with the rich returns. Um, I think in our inner circle, it's higher risk um, for higher return because um, you're into individual single deals. Um, I received, okay, I love how passionate you are. Question to get in at 1,000. Often can I continue to add to my portfolio um, as often as you want to, Yvette? Let's keep going. I like your question, Mary. Good. So Marilyn, Marilyn and Mary. <laughs> 
um, a search announcement. Hello, everyone. Keep going. Keep going. I see the, the scroll bar getting closer to the bottom. With residential, what percentage commercials uh, level multifamily? Um, I mean, everything is would be classified for us as, as residential. Um, even our two, three, and four units would be classified as residential. We have a couple mixed commercial, like the daycare, uh, funeral home. I'm not sure if those are uh, they're part of the total rep portfolio. I'm not sure which which of our uh, companies they fall under. Do you assist with wholesaling? No, uh, King. That is not something that we do. Um, wholesalers send us properties, and we do use them. They buy from time to time. It's a referral program bonus. It's a current investor getting some family into the REIT. Um, so there's a couple of different things, right? We hire marketing companies to bring us investors, Ron, and we um, there's broker dealers um, that, uh, that that we hire, right? Um, or that we can pay referral fee to. To the average everyday person, we cannot pay a referral fee um, by, by you know, the compliance and, and laws of the land. Uh, just check statements. Um, Tracy, I notified your consultant team. Thank you, Danielle. You can start going faster. I'm reading fast. You don't know if the truth speaks volumes. Good. What, what are those mistakes that your team has made? Oh, great question. You know, Daisy, um, very simple things, right? We, we've been at an auction before and we bid on the wrong property. Um, that happened once, right? Um, and, and, you know, our team member owned, owned that mistake. Um, we have had uh, properties, you know, where, where permits were supposed to be pulled and, and then they didn't get pulled. And then, you know, our crew began to work on a work on a house and then we got a stop work order, which delayed a project, right? Uh, I made a mistake one time, and this isn't a part of Rad REIT before Rad REIT, where um, I bid at an auction on three offices uh, in, a, in an office complex, three individual office condominiums um, that had three addresses and it only ended up being one office with three addresses. Um, and so, you know, uh, I didn't lose money on that deal, but I broke even on it. Um, I did some really cool things to just to break even on it. Um, but those are, you know, things that have happened over the years. Um, I mean, people are human. Um, you know, one team member made some changes to a website on an accident and they weren't supposed to. I mean, people are human. Um, you know, HR, you know, might not, you know, have recruited the right, you know, had the right experience for, you know, people are human. There's common mistakes when you run a business, you run an, an organization, right? Um, I was probably too hard sometimes and probably too nice sometimes with people. Um, you know, just different different things can can happen as you run run a company. We made any mistakes that are detrimental to the health of our organization? Not not that I believe. No, I don't believe there's anything like that that you know that we've ever had. But but there's human beings and and real estate is an imperfect business. We're just very good at it and and, and overcome you know our imperfections. Let's keep going, Hector. To everyone, I've asked to I come into Rattery. My funds haven't been withdrawn to make the actual investment. How long does that process usually take? Should be, you know, on our end, should be you know a week. Um, on on IRA Club, I have a difficult time believing it would ever take more than thirty days. Um, it should never take that long. How do I get to the IRA Club? Um, we can post a link to the IRA Club, Marilyn. I haven't seen anybody do that yet. Um, but it is. Uh, the, the IRA, IRA club just to get to the IRA club.com. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. See one of our own investors put the link in there for you. When will the funds start paying out? Well, we paid a distribution of 8% out Ivan in February. Um, and you know, we're working to do another distribution this year. There's no guarantee of that, but we're working to do, do a second one this year. Barbara, can I add 1030 exchange into the REIT? Barbara, can someone 1030 exchange into the REIT? I believe the answer is yes. It is quite complicated. We would refer you to a company that specializes in doing like Delaware trusts 
Um, and there's a special way you can do a 1031 into the REITs. The answer is yes. Um, it does take a little bit of effort, but the answer is yes. Now, we do have an opportunity zone fund, which is really easy to take a 31, uh, 1031 exchange and just invest it, you know, the, the profits you made from the seller property directly in there. It's not a, you don't have to do the 1031 to defer, you know, your capital gains and, and make money. Um, I still have well, but are creating rules so that no new wells can be dug. Does that affect property value? Um, Sonia, I think um, anytime, you know, people put more regulation um, into things, right, it can be more difficult to, to make money. But if you understand the regulations and you beat the regulations or you understand how to utilize the aggregate regulations, sometimes they can work for you. I think any individual market area um, are going to be affected sometimes more, right, by that, and some, some markets will be affected less. Um, Ivan, will, the team will make sure you get access to the portal. Everyone should have access to the portal. When will the funds start paying uh, once investments go through? Um, I just, I've answered that one, so let's keep going. So far, I didn't get access. Okay. Well, I'm glad a lot of you have invested with us, and, and thank you for putting a, a chat in there so we can make sure you get, you know, some hand-holding through your portal and stuff. I've asked through that. I already read, but my funds haven't. I already answered that one. Just a repeat question. People, please, you don't have to repeat your questions. I'm going to get to all of them. Promise you. Uh, thank you and happy birthday. Thank you, Julia. Uh, is we ever pay distributions? Um, William, we haven't paid distributions up to this point. We've, uh, I mean, dividends. We've always paid distributions. There's a difference. One is a forced taxable event. The other one's a non-forced taxable event. Um, now, uh, no reason to answer more. Let's keep going. Um, we do distributions. Good. My engagement team already answered those. Keep scrolling faster. Faster. If there are nationwide rent controls on the horizon. Uh, Chris Higgins said, had an investor ask me what happens if there are nationwide rent controls on the horizon. Um, typically, rent controls are not national, right? It's not a national thing that would be, um, I think, goes against what I believe in, in state by state independence, right? Um, and I believe, you know, there's a reason why America is the United States of America. It's not the one state of America. Um, I also believe usually that's actually a county or city decision more than it is even a, a state government decision on, on rent controls. It would be a long ways away and pretty complicated. But, you know, um, farmland is something, you know, we, we invest in that doesn't have that um, challenge. Um, but we would, we would see it coming if it was coming. You invest in opportunity zones all the time, Sarah. It's a big part of our business. Uh, you're welcome, Bob. Sorry, I have to run. You're welcome. You're welcome. It'll rain every day in the afternoon in Tampa, Dutch. Lightning stories. Get ready. Well, if you're in Tampa, Tom, why haven't you come over for lunch yet? Uh, can you invest uh, as a club? Um, Sharon, I'm not sure exactly what that means, but the answer is probably. Um, it probably depends on your bylaws um, and some of the rules. And so we have, you know, counsel that can help you with that. Um, what is MISO when buying my investment? I was offered this too. Oh, Sonia, I wish I knew what you meant by MISO. Somebody will have to define the acronym for me, so I'm surprised. Um, thank you. Signing out. Let's keep going. You said distributions only have dividends. Well, what do you mean by distributions? Well, so you have access to be able to sell a certain amount of your stock, so you don't have to wait for the six-month windows. Thank you for the rad team to John Irving. I signed in with the dealmaker statement. Find Q4 2020 market. Is this the last statement? No, there should be a new statement in there, Greg. It might have just went in today. 
um, or even over the weekend. Adelaide, can we provide, let's keep going. I'm very glad it is audited. It makes it very easy to share. Thank you for that. Are you going to answer the questions we asked in the registry? And if so, um, I will fly through them. Charlene, how are we doing on time, guys? I feel like I've been going on a long time. 8.34, okay. Let's do this. Let me jump into the questions people asked pre, and then we'll get back into any other questions that jump on there. Um, when do statements get mailed? Um, typically about 45 days after the end of a quarter. Um, everybody from Sure Shorter should either have statements in their portal, already have an email with your statement, um, or, or it should be fast, fast coming in the next 24 hours. Um, as a shareholder, do we get to rate depreciation? I've answered that. Do you have an auto reinvest and how often are payments made? We do not have an auto reinvest set up. That sounds like something um, our tech team should definitely, definitely be on top of. What's the minimum? It's a thousand. What's your prediction that the economic landscape will be like in the next two years? How are you positioning around diversity to take advantage of the forecast? Well, my position is things are going to slow down a little bit. A trillion dollars doesn't disappear um, from the world and, and the whole world is bright and shiny economically, right? Um, I don't know why, you know, the Fed's thinking raising interest rates is going to help anything. It actually doesn't make any sense to me. All they do is help hurt the poor person who wants to go get a loan, um, who wants to go buy a home, they make them pay more on their monthly payments, right? Most people buying, buying homes, it's not about the cost of the home, it's about the monthly monthly payment. That's my, my, my own personal belief. Um, a good economy is a good economy. Real estate was the backbone of the economy. And when crypto took a downturn, real estate became even a stronger backbone of the economy. So raising interest rates doesn't make sense to me. Now, what do I think it's going in the next two years? Well, I think that the, the, there is a uh, shadow inventory with, with the big banks um, of foreclosures they're holding on to. And I think they'll start to leak those out, which will increase our inventory on the marketplace, um, which will give us you know, a great way to do you know, the best investing you know, we, we do. Um, and, and understanding how to work, you know, pre-foreclosures, non-foreclosures, foreclosures, foreclosures um, is something, you know, we're very good at. Um, I think housing will slow down um, through the rest of this summer, um, but it'll hold from a value standpoint. I don't think it's going to take a, a major dip. Um, and I think it'll stay, you know, kind of slow and kind of stagnant um, until spring of next year. Um, and then I think we'll start to see prices increase and we'll see values start, start, to, start, start to increase, um, especially right after the next, next election. Um, I think we'll start to see things, you know, start to improve fairly quickly. Can you roll over a Roth? Yes. How do we reinvest my dividends? You just let us know. How would you like to invest through my IRA? How do I do this? Just contact the IRA club. Um, Self-directed. Yes, that works. Um, I have taxable money already at RAD. Can I use a Roth IRA? I think just work with our investor relations team to help all that. Where real estate assets does RAD own? I've answered that. Is RAD diversified fiduciary? Um, Forgive me. I mean, I know I have a fiduciary responsibility to make good investments, um, um, to take care of take care of the money and those kind of things. I don't think we're a fiduciary in the in the sense of of the way you're asking. How different are you from Fundrise and Diversify Fund? Um, different, right? In the sense that um, I think they're ones a, I believe is a Wall Street company. I believe one's a high tech company. I think they're very good at raising money, raising capital, and I think they look for a place to store money in real estate. Um, I could be wrong about that, but that's that's you know generally how I feel. But I also think that you know could be good companies to invest in, right? Um, I actually have learned things from both you know Diversified Fund and Fundrise by watching their investments and watching how they do things. We're just you know a, a smaller smaller company, 
um, than, than those big boys. And I think, you know, that makes us a little bit different in the, the entrepreneurial aggressiveness we attack as a company. I think when you're looking to store money versus, versus looking for the, the, the best advantage in the marketplace, I think there's a difference um, in the kind of returns you get. And so that, that, that's how I look at it. Um, how are you different? Uh, do you support Roth IRAs? Um, I see question. I'm not going to answer. I see questions on here. I want to buy a home on the survival site. Um, probably not going to happen. Um, but there is people who can become members um, with us. Um, can I take funds from the silver property, put them directly into opportunity zone instead of doing a 1031? The answer is yes. Uh, what are crimes for being accredited? Um, unless they've changed, it's $300,000 for a couple um, or $200,000 for an individual uh, income you know, per year, I think for two consecutive years um, or a million dollars in net assets, um, not including your, your, your primary home. Um, what are requirements for being accredited? How do you adjust the virtual economy? What is currently on the rise? Um, yeah, we're adjusting to the virtual economy. We're investing in it. We're doing research and development into it. Um, it's something we're going to be on the edge. I think in investing, you have to be on the cutting edge. Research, development, know what's happening, know what's coming. But you also have to be baseline. And so RAD is very good about making foundational good investments while being on the cutting edge of what's happening. We do you know, a strong work at balancing the two at all times. And, and what you always want to be is in the middle of those two things. If you never know what's happening, know what's coming. If you're never on the cutting edge, you're going to lose. If you only do what's old school, right, at some point in time, you're, you're going to get hurt. But if you only do what's new and what's cutting edge, you're going to be, you know, like the people who make a 200% return and then make a 200% loss. Balancing the two is how you're going to make good, solid investing, you know, long term. That's why it's diversified. Um, are you able to share the approximate returns expected for 2021? It was 27.8%. Um, I see RAD is the inner circle. Fed is increasing rates four times years. Will mortgage rates affect your numbers greatly? I mean, I think they're going to affect our numbers, but it's more they're going to affect the real estate economy um, as a whole. And, you know, it's something we've, you know, been predicting knew it was coming for a long time. And so, you know, we're, we're planning for it. I'm a Canadian investor, and they should be aware of taxes. Um, one of the reasons we became a REIT is because we had a number of Canadians investors, part of our North American family, right, investing with us, and it, it you know helped them not being double taxed. Um, but you have to you know hit a tax advisor to to get the real answer, and I'm not a tax advisor. So a fifty thousand investor, what would be my monthly dividend? We don't do monthly dividends. Um, I'm from Mexico. Can I invest in your company? Yes. If you're already on the waiting list, just get on the phone with one of the team. Can you do a 1031 exchange? Yes, we can walk you through that. When are the dividends be distributed? Um, we've, we did a, the last distribution in February. Um, I know we'll do another distribution after fourth quarter of this year. Um, I'm working to get another one in before the end of the year. Um, are you looking for organic type farms? Yes. I was reading an article on alt.co. Can you speak to the potentially high dividends and strong passive returns? Uh, I'm not sure what alt.co is. I'll have to look at it. Suppose I want to invest in a circle non-accredited, how can I use when my minimum investment is above the 10%? Um, inner circle investing with us in joint ventures is separate from the REIT. The REIT has a 10% threshold. Our inner circle um, does not have a 10% threshold. Those of you who aren't inner circle members or haven't gone through the 10% conversation, don't worry about it. Um, uh, you can figure that out when, when you get on the phone with one of our team and they'll walk you through what the thresholds are. Um, I have to be careful when I say, don't worry about it. What are the liquidation terms of my investment? Six months um, notification and, and to, to liquidate, but I've always done my best to honor investors as fast as we can. I always believe it's your money, right? Um, so we've always honored our investors uh, far quicker than the six months. What happens when the market loses a country crash after three years of this administration? 
Um, I'm not going to be political. The market goes up and down. Real estate goes up and down, right? I've seen many cycles since 2006. Um, I've made money in every single one of them. Since 2006, I've made money in every single one of the economic cycles, right? So we prepare. We read the tea leaves. We know what's coming, right? Um, somebody says, well, yeah, that, that's a joke, by the way. When I say read the tea leaves, I actually don't pull tea leaves out and say what's going to happen with the economy. If you thought I was serious there, you might need to see your mental health professional. All right. After this long, an hour and 40 minutes, I guess I'm getting a little raw. All right. I'm part of the REIT. Do my additions into the RAD have to be the same as 1,000? Yes. What happens if the market level changes? I answered that. Why would the REIT um, be close to Why would the REIT be close closed to new money? We're not currently closed uh, to new money, but we do have the two cycles a year I talked about. Um, are there any portfolio options? I'm not sure exactly what that means. Regarding your farmland properties, what steps are you taking to protect your property for your profits? From climate change. I mean, we're looking at climate change all the time, right? We're looking at every aspect. Um, we, that's why one of the reasons why we're buying farmland with, you know, good water resources. I mean, when a river runs through the middle of your property or you have good wells or good springs, it makes a big difference, right? I'm working for more affirmation. Just talk to one of the team about the opportunity zone if you're wanting to find more information, right? Um, is a new survivalist project in the works coming to a different part of America? The answer, I believe, on behalf of American Survivalist Project is yes. Um, I believe, you know, with the purchase of our Tennessee farm, it will be creating, you know, our first East Coast, you know, availability. I do know that they have depots on the East Coast already. Um, answered all of those. Ah, good question. What are the plans for the REIT when the, when the new investment part of it is full? So in November 1st this year, we'll go through another, you know, requalification. Um, and then we'll work on uh, being a, we'll, we'll, we'll apply, right, for SEC qualification to have their permission to raise um, another 75 million, because I think we're about two thirds of the way there already. Um, and so, so, you know, we are, you know, growing, you know, very, fairly quickly, um, but then we will apply for that, that, that what's called an overlapping uh, offering. Uh, Uh, how much of the, your capital is your capital? You know, I've invested, you know, a lot, a lot of capital into the REIT. Um, I, for a long time, I was the largest investor into the REIT. I am no longer the largest investor into the REIT. There is one investor um, that has invested more than me into the REIT, um, which, which is okay. Um, some people are just rich. Um, that wasn't saying myself. That was the person who invested more than me. Um, I do well, too. Any lockup periods, how liquid is investment? I've answered that. What are the plans for the REIT? I've answered that. Um, is the red REIT similar to mutual funds? Um, we're very different than mutual funds, Glenda. Um, what I would say is that uh, mutual funds are something that happens in the stock market. Um, so that, you know, we're different. Is the metaverse not tangible? What exactly is it? Um, I'm not going to get into a debate on metaverse being tangible versus not tangible. Somebody asked that question. Um, semesters to deal makers. The Metaverse Fund, Jared, is not open yet. Um, we did take a small percentage of capital and, and do some research and development into the Metaverse this fall. Um, Rose, we give all, this is a really good one. What kind of trainings are you available to? We give all investors access to uh, our matrix course, um, which has a home study course into it on tax liens and deeds. And it has uh, pre-auction profits in it. It has uh, some recordings on asset protection and asset management in it. It's really great uh, learning material. Um, we can provide you a link into the chat here uh, for the team to make sure. 
um, that you have access. If you have an emergency, personal emergency, and you want to try and get access to your capital quickly, I will do everything in our power to make sure that's available to you. Um, I can't guarantee it, but I will do everything in our power to make sure that's available to you. I heard return customizable payout. Please, can you explain that? Well, she, so one of the things that we've done, right, for people that, you know, have invested over 100K, you know, with us, if, if somebody says they want to do, you know, a $5,000 uh, withdrawal every quarter, um, we've made that available to people to be able to do that. And then we adjust your total stock uh, accordingly based on that withdrawal. And so let's say you had a, you know, $100,000 invested and for a quarter we made a 10% return. Now your stock would be worth 110,000. If you would do a $5,000 uh, autom automated withdrawal every quarter, then uh, we'd sell $5,000 worth of your stock. Uh, well, we buy $5,000 worth of your stock. Now your total stock would be worth $105,000. And that's, that's how that works. Um, how much investment? inflation i've answered those questions how long does it take to make a good month return um i've answered those questions so i feel that i've gotten through everything on the papers um and a lot of them were answered in in the chat because you guys were, were asking in the chat a lot of the similar questions um dutch when you have such a great culture returns why are you having to sell your product at such a regular interval i see many funds um they don't do selling like this especially to retail investors would you like to hear uh, I'd like to hear your mental process. Good question. So she, you know, we'll start with, you know, the REIT. So we, we have regular uh, times people can invest with us as a company, but as a small business, you know, we've realized, and, and maybe we've gone from a, a small business to a, a medium-sized business, but, you know, we like to monitor the amount of capital that comes in. Um, we are, you know, the legal and compliance and, and auditors and all of those things, right? We're, we've been getting very good at that the last three years. Um, and so, you know, with that said, there's constant, you know, qualifications. Um, we're a non-traded company, which is different than a publicly traded company. Um, and so that, that's one of the reasons, you know, why we do the progressions for only allowing investors to come in certain times of years. And we found that that balance works incredibly well for us, right? Um, you know, I, I feel like some things that, that, produce 30% returns, you just don't, you just don't change and, and, and you continue to do that, right? Uh, Daisy, you're very welcome for your, for your answer. Thank you for, for the good question and, and for appreciating the answer. My parents have a farm north of Spokane on the Canadian border, about half a mile. They have a lot of 60 acres. No, it would be profitable. My dad doesn't. Built a long river. Would you be the best to contact for tons of water? Um, probably 60 acres in one area where we don't already own farmland. Troy is probably something we're not super in, interested in, um, unless it's, you know, very developable, but, you know, I, most people that want to keep a farm want to keep a farm a farm. So let's keep going. Typically, we're looking at at least minimum of 500 acres for, with most of our assets. So you on the forest says, Tom, uh, I feel like I got in it, sort of a good thing. You sure did, Sonia. Is it distribution or sale of stock that triggers capital gains or is it categorized as income? Uh, the distribution would trigger capital gains, from my understanding. Um, thanks to have now. Thank you soon for joining. Thank you, Dutch, for meeting tonight. We love your sarcasm. I invested because I was hoping to reinvest dividends and eventually guarantee regular income. Funny story. I spoke with a customer that called monthly to check her deposits. <laughs> Good question, Sonia, uh, for $5.
um, for more real estate education content. There you go. There's lots of good stuff there, but that's still not the matrix, Danielle. So we want to make sure they get the matrix. Um, let's keep going through the questions. My eyes are going blurry. Uh, that's the last one. With the hit that the markets have taken, um, is it a waste of time to transfer funds? Um, I don't, you know, definitely don't think it's a waste of time to transfer funds, Mary. I think we're doing um, extraordinarily well. Um, I think we've made some of our best investments in the history of our company uh, this quarter already with the Tennessee farm we just closed on Friday. Um, I think second quarter is going to kick ass. Um, granted, I, you know, there's lots of things with, you know, insider trading and different kinds of things you always have to be careful with. Um, you know, stock could go up or it could go down right at the end of second quarter, but we are working our butts off. Our team's making good investments. We've been buying good deals, um, lots of value add. My Tampa team is really starting to take off. Um, so, you know, I'm just excited about our progression and where we're at as a company. Um, you know, if you haven't talked to one of the team lately, just jump on the phone with one of the team members. Um, if you've been waiting on a phone call, just, you know, drop us a private message or refill out the waiting list link is always a good way. Um, we'll go to the contact us. You can always email Dutch at rad diversified. That is not my personal email, just to be clear. Right. But our, it's a customer service email for, for our team, um, that, that they'll respond to you and making sure you get taken care of. Uh, but it's been a blessing to be with all of you tonight. Uh, you made me work hard tonight, which is, which is, which is good. I, I need hard work. Um, as I'm not saying that so that my team can give me more hard work. It's why I pay you guys. No, I'm just kidding. We all work hard together. Um, actually, um, not as fan of the term employee as most people. I believe we're all a team working hard. Uh, I figure if I take good care of them, they'll take good care of you. And that's how this all works together. So uh, God bless everybody. Have a great night and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Rad Podcast, an exploration of wealth. For more information, please visit our website, www radiversified.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing.